next year, I'm going to go for my GED in life. I hear that it's a hard test and that if you copy off someone else's paper, you'll get in trouble, not for plagiarism, but because everyone has different answers that are equally correct. Welcome to another episode of Love and War, the podcast in which the irresistible force overcomes the immovable object. I'm your host, Lee Ballinger. I'm an author, poet, and producer based in Los Angeles. If you want to know more, check out my bio on Facebook, L-E-E-B-A-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. You can hit me up at rockrap at AOL.com, R-O-C-K-R-A-P, or on Facebook. In my seemingly mellow neighborhood, there are more and more homeless people with each passing month. Some looked apart, and their struggles to survive have become part of the local fabric. On the other hand, a few blocks from my house is West Los Angeles College. Bright, clean, and eager students. 15% of them are homeless. One-third of them don't eat regularly. Soon there will be more homeless here. Across the street from my house is a Toys R Us store, part of a giant company that just announced it will close all of its 750 stores in the U.S. this year. 33,000 jobs gone. Gone not to a foreign country, but into the dustbin of history, never to return. What is the solution? There are 18 million empty housing units in America. Take the people without houses and put them into the houses without people. The only way anyone can be sure they will have a place to live is to make sure that everyone has a place to live. The collective imagination is stored under pressure, and that pressure has been building for centuries. Every poem, written out or not, every song, recorded or not, every dance, bring what you got. When I sit down to write, I access this treasury. It's all in there, and not just those who we all might mention as masters of creative tension. There's really so much more if we open our eyes when we open that door. A 12-year-old kid walking the railroad tracks in Iowa, a beat pulsing in his head, a new song in his heart. A soldier in Afghanistan, when she gets a break from the Taliban, she writes a novel on her cell phone with a message that goes back through platoon, through Catch-22, to a Western front that's all quiet. A woman in the laundromat, a lullaby on her lips that her mother taught her, or was it that her husband got her to invent it on the marriage bed? I feel the pressure of the collective imagination, but that pressure isn't holding me down or wearing me out. It's a powerful force that's pushing me, inviting me to fly, to embrace and then change what's come before so I can move toward the future through my very own door. Every poem, written out or not, every song, 
recorded or not. Every dance, bring what you got. West Virginia writer Eric Wagoner posted this on Facebook. Arm the teachers to protect the kids? Chuckle fucks, I might even half believe you if you stepped up to arm the teachers with chalk, quality textbook options, solid health insurance for teachers, hot food, dry erase markers, funds for infrastructure repair, or any of the other hundreds of actual support system needs instructors require to effectively help the children you claim to value. I have a new book out called Love and War, My First 30 Years of Writing. You can download a copy absolutely free at loveandwarbook.com. That's loveandwarbook.com. Let me know what you think of it. On her song, Passion Play, When All the Slaves Are Free, Joni Mitchell sings, Enter the multitudes in Exxon Blue, in Radiation Rose, Misery. Now you tell me, who are you going to get to do the dirty work when all the slaves are free? We already have the technology to do all the dirty work for us. The problem is that we need the dirty work to survive. How can we resolve this contradiction? Stephen Hawking breaks it down. Quote, If machines produce everything we need, the outcome will depend on how things are distributed. Everyone can enjoy a life of luxurious leisure if the machine-produced wealth is shared. Unquote. If that wealth isn't shared, then the freedom from work that is now on the horizon could become just the freedom to starve. Scary stuff. We live in a world where when we say atom, we mean bomb. When we say electric, we mean chair. When we say robot, we mean unemployment. Every scientific development has turned to the destruction of humankind, the very force that created it. We can do better than that if we heed the words of Stephen Hawking and the growing number of similar thinkers. The future of humanity lies in our potential to unite and to realize our dreams of peace and universal prosperity. It is on such dreams that realities are built. Let's finish up with a quote of the week, this time from author Bell Hooks, who said, The function of art is to do more than tell it like it is. It is to imagine what is possible. That's it for now. If you see me on the street, smile back. Because together we will stand every ball.